The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm pleased to be with you today on a fantastic day in my favorite state of the country, Nevada. Why do you think I live here? Because I love it here. It's the best state in the country. We have so many great opportunities here. What with uh, our economy, with our low tax base, with wide open spaces. No better reason than that, I think, to live in Nevada. Of course, if you add the fact that real estate is a great deal here, a great opportunity for people to take advantage of good situations in buying a home or, as we like to talk about, buying an investment property. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I've got a roundtable of guests today talking about real estate, real estate for investors, business, and more. Let's introduce some of the guests that we have in the studio today. First of all, we have Lou Carr with us, and Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. Welcome to the show, Lou. Thanks very much, Peter. It's great to be here. It's another great day in northern Nevada, and for some reason, I just think it's going to be a great show today. You know, we get great people. You know, yes. The chef says, if you've got great ingredients, you'll have a great meal, right? <laughs> That's right. And you. Yum, yum, yes. We have a lot of good things to talk about today. Lou, you're a lender, and... And, you know, you're interest rate sensitive. But to me, interest rates have been staying relatively the same for the last year, two or three. What's been changing is the prices of homes. How has right. that impacted your business? Are people still buying? I mean, I, I hear sometimes when the price goes up on a product, there's more demand. Is that happening with homes? Yeah, there, there is definitely a lot of demand. Um, we are as active now as we've been in the last couple of years. Um, and really, uh, one of the big things that people think about when home prices go up is that the affordability factor goes way down. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the case. You would have to, prices would have to go up pretty substantially in order to really affect the affordability index that we look at. So mm -hmm. yeah, the business is very good right now. We wish we had more homes uh, to, to lend on. Yeah, that affordability really comes from the payment, right? Correct. And the, and the payment comes from right. the interest rate. Correct. And as they're during, yeah. near their all-time lows, people can afford to buy a lot of home now if they can lock in that low interest rate. So I know people right. want to get that done and then not worry about rising interest rates down the road. Yep, you're a absolutely good man to talk right. To. Yeah, thank you. Also in the studio with us is Susie Haddock. Let me barge into your conversation. Yes, people do buy the monthly mortgage payment, not necessarily the loan amount or the purchase price. Uh -huh. However, it is a bit difficult to sell homes which are non-existing. Inventory is very low, oh, yeah. so he is right. We have significantly more buyer than sellers, mm -hmm. which is kind of mind-boggling because in the last two and a half, three years, Nevada very nicely uh, regained some of the equity. Mm -hmm. um, came from the Bay Area, a couple mm -hmm. of years ago, and it's not doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that the Bay Area is pulling us with them. Yeah. That being said, prices are going up, yeah. and the s supply is going down. Northern Nevada is yep. kind of like the new Bay Area. Yep. Right. We're I close so. enough, and we're feeling the economic impacts. It's an exciting time to be here, but you really have to be able to navigate. Now, do you? Uh, work mostly with primary residences, in uh, investment properties, second homes, or the whole gamut? 
I have several investors, and I call them California refugees coming from California <laughs> here. Um, some locals, you know, it, it's a mixed bag. I will help anybody with good attentions, right. and realistic expectations. Right, and do you do work primarily southern part of the Truckee Meadows? Lake Tahoe is so close. Do you do business there as well? Yes, I think Northern Nevada is a fair game. Uh-huh. I mean, most realtors try to stay relatively close because it's a lot easier to produce a quality service if mm-hmm. you don't have to drive three hours for the open house. Yeah. But um, yeah, Northern Nevada is my main focus. Yeah. And I still have my California license. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Awesome. We want to talk with you more later in the show Okey-dokey. about real estate opportunities and what you think people should be doing now if they're wanting to get started or find that right piece of investment property. Glad you're with us today. Thank you very much. We also have a hard money lender in the studio. Some people talk about hard money as private money or uh, in, uh, you know, personal money. It's, it can come in a lot of different ways and fashions, but hard money is really for people that need money now. Lou, I know you do great mortgages, but it does take a little while sometimes, a couple of weeks, 30 days, depending on the deal to get that cash, right? Yes, and they, they don't in case you were wondering, they don't re- refer to us as easy money. <laughs> oh, yes. Easy money, hard money. <laughs> so our hard money lunch today is Dave Washburn, and Dave is with Socotra Capital. Welcome back to the show, Dave. Thank you, Peter. It's great to be back here. It's good to have you here, too. So let our guests and our listeners know a little bit about your company and how hard money works in real estate transactions. Well, I've actually got an exciting story of a loan we just closed yesterday. And what happened was we had... Uh, a, a borrower call us. They had a short sale that was uh, that had to be executed by Tuesday. They were calling us on a Thursday. We got all the documentation and application in that day. We had a site visit and an appraisal the next day. Uh, we received that on a Saturday. We worked on it over the weekend. Docs were at title Monday, and we recorded Tuesday. So That's uh, six calendar days, and we were able to uh, meet their deadline, and and uh, they were able to capture that uh, that price they had negotiated on the short sale. This was a rather small loan for us, so it was only 63000 mm-hmm. But uh, what we're seeing right now is the markets really, what, what I'll say is it's sort of uh, diverged into two general markets. There's still the low-priced, uh, distressed properties, mm-hmm. and then there's the higher-priced spec homes. And those are the two areas where we're seeing a lot of activity uh, in the private money world. But if you're in sort of that 250 to, let's call it, uh, $500,000 range, then people are really able to get that conventional financing and there are a lot of well-qualified buyers and there's really not a lot of distressed inventory. And so, so that market's being met by the conventional needs mm-hmm. and we're um, sort of shooting below that and shooting above that. This was a six-month note with no prepayment penalty. They had about 20000 in work and paint and carpet and upgrading windows to do to the property. Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to execute that and my guess is uh, four to five weeks and it'll be back on the market here before the end of the summer. And they're looking to, uh, my guess is, hold the paper for less than 90 days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Great way to pull the trigger when uh, time is of the essence, and that's what is happening now on big real estate transactions. Dave, you're helping a lot of people out. I want to talk to you later on the show. We have a couple of scenarios for you. I'm sure you're anxious to take on to see if it's something that you can help us with. I look forward to it. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We bring the experts to our listeners and our viewers so that they can get advice that they couldn't get otherwise. I mean, how often do you get a chance to listen to seasoned real estate investors and people that work with investors as they're talking about deals and how they're closed and what pitfalls to avoid? Many times people get into business transactions without doing the right kind of research, and then they pay the price, struggle in business, 
maybe have to close the business and then the debt that follows you from a failed business, it, it it's can alter your life in many, many ways. And some people, quite frankly, can never recover. Owning real estate as an investment is like having a business. And you've got to have some business savvy on your side. So we bring, bring all kinds of business experts to our studio to help real estate investors think about those things. I have two outstanding guests with us as well in the studio today. And both of them are rocket scientists. Really, they are. First of all, Tom Teramina is with us. Tom is representing the Center for Business Excellence. Welcome to the show, Tom. Good afternoon, Peter. Great to be with you. It's great to be with you, too, as well. I've met with you the last, oh, probably 30 days or so, several times, and we've talked about your business and your goals, your history. I mean, you're a really fascinating individual. Today's younger generation, Tom, they may not even know what a rocket scientist is. Let our listeners know a little bit about your background and how that all started for you being a rocket scientist. Well, it is a euphemism. I spent 14 years at Mission Control in Houston during Gemini, Apollo, and Skylab. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, my time at Mission Control included uh, the Apollo 13 mission, where I was there the first night of the, the disaster, which, of course, precipitated the movie. Ever since then, I've been uh, working with companies, either as running companies or the last 40, the last 20 years as a consultant, uh, trying to help companies replicate what we did during Apollo and say, you know, we just made up our minds to go to the moon and we did. (laughs) Mr. Businessman, how difficult can your goals be? And so I've worked with almost 700 companies in 45 years and still trying to find the CEO who really, really wants to go to the moon again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was watching, uh, I, I, I love marketing, and one of my favorite marketing TV series is called Mad Men. I'm not sure if you've seen that. There was uh, an interview in this movie where one of the key principals in the ad agency had a chance to visit Conrad Hilton. And Conrad Hilton's desire, he, he told to the ad, ad man, he says, I want to take the Hilton to the moon. At that time in the 60s, everybody was talking about He says, I want people to look at my company like we're going to the moon. And he was very disappointed when the ad executive came back with the plan and didn't have anything to talk about the moon. He says, I literally want to go to the moon. It was such a driving force for all of America, Tom, wasn't it, in the 60s. I was a little boy, and I remember it, it just gave us a sense of power to know that we had the ambition and the wherewithal to get us there. Thank you for making me feel old, but that notwithstanding. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> uh, I feel young when I say that, see. I'm 90 years old if I talk that way. I don't know. No. You're right, absolutely. And, and I'm somewhat of an anachronism because I heard John F. Kennedy say, we're going to the moon this decade. I was yeah. in high school, and my 19th birthday, I packed my car and <laughs> moved from New York City to Houston, put myself through the university. And then I annoyed enough people to where I finally got a job at NASA. Yeah. And that kind of drive is not not present anymore. There's a, there's a lot of reasons for it. And putting it in the context of, of where we are in northern Nevada right now in this incredible market that, that uh, we're, we're staring at as far as real estate investment, uh, just investing in our own community, I'm really, really hoping that the consortium that Brad and I are putting together will really get this this motivation to pick a goal that everybody can get involved with and everybody wins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great segue into our in- introduction of our next guest. 
Brad Haddock is with us. And Brad, you were an acquaintance of Tom's, and Tom introduced us. We had a nice chat. Let our listeners know a little bit about yourself, your background, and, uh, and how you were involved with this, uh, this project. Well, thanks, Peter. And it's great to be here. Um, yeah, Tom found me right after I retired, and uh, then I suddenly realized that I wasn't retired anymore. So here I am. Yeah, it's interesting that we're talking about real estate, and we have a couple of you know a couple of people that have been in the rocket science business mm-hmm. uh, for quite a while. And I think that our experience and, and understanding of the incoming technology. In my case, uh, I was the programming uh, the the program director for International Space Station for uh, Lockheed Martin. I did that position for about seventeen years, and uh, uh, I've been in the aerospace business for uh, about forty years. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it were it was the uh, the moon space launches and uh, the uh, the christening of the shuttle program uh, that convinced me that I need to be in, needed to be in engineering. Mm-hmm. So so I'm here uh, in much the same way that you know that Tom is. You know we were uh, uh, we were smitten with uh, with aerospace and rockets and uh, crazy flying machines and, and doing the impossible. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you don't hear about it a lot, but there were uh, there were a number of uh, a number of anomalies on space station that we you know that we had to navigate our way through. And it's uh, it's that mentality of being able to solve the impossible that uh, that I think that we uh, expect to be able to bring to the business community here. And what I was saying about the uh, our understanding of technology is we see what's coming in in a technology sense. Well, what does that mean to real estate? It, it means a whole lot to real estate because we see, we see the, uh, 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 the different type of, uh, of workforce that needs to come into the area. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the growth of technology in the area. So um, it's, it's a really easy thing to uh, uh, to see uh, how this area is going to ag- absolutely explode uh, with jobs and uh, uh, requirements for housing and uh, requirements for personnel. Awesome. We're going to talk more about things like the Tesla effect, high tech, and changes coming to northern Nevada, coming to the whole country, in fact, because of where technology is heading in the future. Good things to contend with, yes. We'll have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio with our in-studio guests after this message. This is John Sandberg from Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rapkin. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he rides motorcycles, and he's just an all-around fabulous guy. Peter Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and you picked a great day to tune into our radio show today. We bring the experts to you so that you can help make better decisions, great decisions in real estate. It's complicated out there. You need smart people on your side. Our guests today can help you make the right decisions. We have Dave Washburn with us. He's a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Lou Carr is with us. He's the branch manager of Summit Funding in Northern Nevada. Tom Terramina is with us as well. He's with Center for Business Excellence. And Bradley Haddock is with us, and he is also with Center for Business Excellence. A couple of rocket scientists helping us put pieces together so that we can find our way to navigate through the real estate and real estate investing complexities. Also with us today is Susie Haddock, and Susie is a realtor at Intero Real Estate Services. Susie, I hope you're enjoying being on the show today. Yes, I am. I love the climate here in Nevada. That's one of the best things about Nevada is it's just such a great place to live. And then when you look at the really the the business opportunities, the real estate opportunities, uh, your proximity to the coast, uh, because I tell people we live in the Bay Area. We're so close. It's nice here. Yes, it is. Really a wonderful place. I can see why people move here from other parts of the country and other parts of the world like you did. So you deal with people that are coming in, I would imagine, from California as well, since we're so close. Yeah. And what are the things that the California shoppers, the buyers are saying when they come out here and they look at the real estate? Are they surprised at the difference in the way it's done or in the pricing? What are the, what's some of the feedback that you hear? Um, I think one of the things that resonate with most California buyers is that everybody starts to understand why do we have this in downtown, that Lily sign that this is the biggest Lily city. Mm-hmm. Because Reno does offer all the culture, everything what most people are looking for, the yeah. outdoors environment, mm-hmm. wonderful dining experiences, and does not come with a very hefty price tag. Yeah. It is still more, m- significantly more affordable, not just that we don't have state income tax, but the median prices here are around 2 Bay Area, yeah. <coughs> 6, 7, 8, 9, plus, plus, plus $1,000. Wow. So it's a huge difference. Yeah, I was talking with a friend about Lake Tahoe recently, and they were telling me that the median price there, I think, was somewhere in the neighborhood of $750,000. Sure, $1, definitely, because yeah. there are some multi-million beautiful right. homes, but you still find the $200,000 condo. Yeah. So it's a little bit for everybody. Right, but when you think about it, if the median price in, say, the Reno area is $280,000 mm-hmm. or so, mm-hmm. it's only three times more around the lake. It's You know, when you mm-hmm. think about how how different it is and what a beautiful place that is. People come from all over the world. That ratio is not that high. No. You know, no. It's, it's, it really still is kind of affordable there. It's much more affordable than Carmen and Monterey. Let's just put it that yes, way. It and is. you see a beautiful water. A little bit smaller, but beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Carr is the branch manager at Summit Funding. And uh, Lou, you do a lot of financing, obviously, for people buying primary residence, second homes, investment property. When it comes to Lake Tahoe, this area... I think a lot of people would imagine, I would imagine, are looking at second homes, right? Yes, absolutely. And and actually, there are more investors up there than you think uh, also uh, because they'll purchase investment property and rent it out and mm-hmm. get a management company and rent the property out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lake Tahoe didn't really have the same dip that we did, um, you know, over the last seven or eight years, I mean, they dipped down, but not nearly as as far. Right. You know? Well, they maybe you know the, the the economic status of the people that live in that area 
you know, maybe they could handle the downturn a little bit better. They were prepared right. for it. Right. Um, there's a there's a fair amount of cash buyers up there too, where, yeah. where we don't see them doing financing. Right. Right. Dave Washburn is our HUD hard money lender from Socotra Capital. Dave, your office is right there near Lake Tahoe. It is. It's in State Line, Nevada, on the South Lake, and uh, so uh, yeah, I've got a nice little lake view there, and and uh, life is good up at. Uh, the big lake. So your hard money business that you're doing to help people close transactions quickly, is there a need for that in the Lake Tahoe area too? Do people come in that, you know, they maybe have the money, but it's tied up in stocks or bonds or commodities or whatever to pull the trigger? Do they talk to you about those things? Yeah, we do some local loans there at the lake. Mm -hmm. uh, a number of them right now are spec builds, uh, especially out in the burn area in the, from the Angora fire from 2007 yeah. in South Lake. Mm -hmm. There's also some uh, some remodel and fix and flip properties around the lake. But uh, one of the beautiful things about 2015 is uh, we have phones and internet, and so you can mm -hmm. be virtually anywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, so between covering California and Nevada, I've got uh, 40 million customers at my fingertips, and there's plenty of work to be had from uh, anywhere you, you can plug into the internet. You bet. And when we talk hard money, it's not that hard to get it if you qualify. What I find interesting is the way you qualify for hard money, it's not so much about you, it's about the property to a large degree, isn't it? Absolutely. And I uh, just had lunch with a client today, and, and I felt like I spent half of the lunch re-educating him on underwriting. Mm. And so he would say something like, well, you can't uh, make this loan to me because I went through a bankruptcy. And then I'd have to tell him, no, if you're out of the bankruptcy, then we can because we're qualifying the property. And mm. then he would go, yeah, well, you certainly wouldn't lend to me because of this other item. And he, uh, <laughs> it was like a fencing match. He did everything possible to convince me not to lend money to him. Uh, but he had a property in contract that he had a great buy on mm. and he had the skill set to be able to improve it. And so it took uh, half the lunch for me to convince him I could get him the money. He must have been talking to other people that had told him all the reasons he couldn't get the money. And so when he came to you, he just figured, here we go. But you have a really creative way of, of doing your financing for your clients. And I, I think a large part of that creativity that you put together, Dave, is it's personal service. You're, you're in that deal yourself. Correct, Peter. And, and the reason that we're so personally invested is, mm -hmm. number one, we come out and visit the properties ourselves. And number yeah. two, we're lending our own money. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons we can be as flexible as we are. There's not a secondary market for our products. Mm -hmm. If I write the loan, uh, I'm going to put the docs together. I'm going to service it. I'm going to make sure the loan closes. And I'm going to be there uh, when it pays off at the end to, to reconvey the deed as well. And so we're in it from tip to tail. And, and it's our dollars that we're lending. Susie, when I introduced you to Dave, you had mentioned earlier today, before the show started, that you kind of wish you'd seen him or talked to him beforehand. You must have had a complex deal that... Uh, some creativity to close or maybe didn't close. Could you share with us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, yes, and I, 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 I wish I would have met him exactly a week ago because I just uh, sent a cancellation note in day before yesterday. Uh, a client, uh, California resident, uh, having a home in Pennsylvania and, and a couple of other states, make the long story, trying to buy a fourth home here in Nevada for future retirement. Mm -hmm. And because the Pennsylvania market is not moving as crazy as around here, um, we couldn't sell the home on time. And they were a little bit hesitant to look into hard money lending. So I, yeah. so unfortunately, I had no other choice but to cancel the transaction. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's being said, what I'm hearing from you I would have loved to have this conversation in a three-way 
client, you and I, because hard money lending is very creative and mm -hmm. it does save transactions and it saves people's daily dreams and um, you don't have to put your dream on hold oh, because yeah. that is a conventional, traditional, what most people are very familiar right. with and a non-conventional, very creative, does not give you a financial stability for forever, but bridge that six months, whatever, what you need. So both gentlemen are very needed. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, in the old days, people were hesitant to go to a hard money lender, but things are different now with hard money lenders. Dave, explain what you have to go through to run your business. Yeah, we're, we're licensed by the uh, MLD here in Nevada. Uh, we have our NMLS licenses, which is through the national database. We have continuing education. We're bonded and insured. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, people would probably be shocked uh, to see the amount, that, uh, the amount of scrutiny that we go through. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's new, and it's part of uh, the greater regulatory body's uh, reaction to the crisis and mm -hmm. to how loose loans got. And so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, they go through our criminal backgrounds. They run our credit checks, everything, and they, they uh, come and check up on us every year. So it's, it's something where, uh, you know, the state and the, and the federal uh, governing bodies take it very seriously that uh, that mortgages that are secured by real estate are done correctly. You bet, and that gives our uh, clientele confidence that you know there is a, a, a an entity that is keeping track of your performance, your progress. Like any lender, you're a, a, a institutional lender going through those same things. And I wanted to clarify something that that um, Dave mentioned. It was it was just a very small piece of what he was saying earlier, but he said there's no secondary market for their products. And what he's referring to is my company, when we create a loan, we have Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA, and USDA. Those are the those are the entities that create the guidelines that we use to determine if we can do a loan. Mm -hmm. So we make that loan and we sell it on the secondary market. So they're in a situation where they get to make that decision on what type of loan they're going to do. So they can go to the property, review the history of the borrower and make that determination so they can do it fairly quickly. It's, it's really a great, a great uh, uh, option mm -hmm. for buyers. So uh, buyers have to be creative. They have to have somebody that is guiding them, you know, to make these decisions. In this case, it's our realtor because you're kind of like at the center of this whole project when somebody's buying real estate. When they're talking about financing, when they're talking about cash to close, uh, the issues of relocation, Susie, that's where you come in. You're the expert to help people close those deals. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mother hen, a little bit of an expert, a little mm -hmm. bit of putting together information. And without the, these two gentlemen, it doesn't matter how hard and diligently and compassionately I'm working at my yeah. craft, I will not succeed. Yeah. So I'm very glad that they are here. <laughs> yeah. Tom Teramina is with us, and Tom is with the Center for Business Excellence. So, Tom, this sounds a little bit like uh, it's complicated. I mean, you almost have to be uh, some kind of a... Of, uh, uh, rocket scientist. Rocket oh, my it's too easy. <laughs> You've got to be a rocket scientist sometimes to figure these things out. The complexities that you guys went through when you were on the Apollo mission at NASA, I mean, they seemed, I'm sure, daunting. You were trying to accomplish goals that had never been accomplished before. Well, if you look around the table, first of all, I wish I'd met any one of you 20 years ago when I bought my property. I bought the money pit, and it still is. That notwithstanding, I've learned a lot of lessons, and in my consulting work, I've worked with a couple of real estate companies, so I understand what you're going through, and, and the, the, the ever-increasing bureaucratic uh, restrictions that you have are just beyond the pale. But to answer the question in 
and the, the one real estate office that I, I did consulting with, it was no different than going to the moon, literally. Now, it sounds, sounds a little trite, but the, the whole thing was the people that ran the office were all seasoned real estate people. They had money people working with them. They spoke the language. They walked the walk and talked the talk. But none of them had communicated to the people that worked with them, what is your vision for this company? What is your mission? And vision and mission, wow, it sounds like something out of the space program. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really that simple. I, I, every CEO I work with, every business startup I work with, my first question is, where do you want to go with this? In your case, you, you, you know, if we were to sit down for an hour and talk about it, I would keep after you until you told me what is inside Lou's uh, makeup that makes him special, that makes him uh, a unique real estate person. But more than that, where does he want to go? Is your goal in life flipping houses? I've got clients that right now they're, they're looking for, to sell their businesses. There's nothing wrong with that. But the way you sell a business is a business that runs itself, not where the CEO plays golf and gets three years of pay, right? I mentioned this to Susie yesterday when we were in her office. Her, her environment that they have is planned. The, everything in that office is planned. They've been trained well. I personally uh, look at the Tesla and a larger company coming to Northern Nevada is the second gold rush. I wasn't there when the first happened, <laughs> but I learned about it, that it's turned everything upside down. And tiny little cities like Virginia City had how many? 10,000 plus people living 17, in it? 17,000. Can you imagine that? Mm. Well, <clears throat> same thing going to take place here. Mm. And, and, and it's such a good example how much real estate and business and solving issues is intertwined. In because if we have that many thousand people coming here, they have to be housed they have to have a job, mm -hmm. and it has to make sense. It's, it cannot be a chaos. It needs order, and the word is not very pleasing to many, but it does need order. That's where hopefully you gentlemen come in and make it a little bit easier. Well, and the owner of Summit Funding, Todd Screema, lectures us branch managers all the time uh, and this, for any company, any any project, uh, you know, you must have the same vision from top to bottom, and that's how great companies are, you know, are built, and that's how they work. Is the exact same thing <laughs> been drilled into us forever? Well, that's great to hear because, again, I've been in the area a long time. I've done training through all of the colleges and all of the outreach programs. And I'm still having a hard time finding CEOs that get that. Yeah. They, yeah. He's they, in California. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to get them because that, they, those would be two good people to yeah. talk to, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's true. Every person needs to know what, what the goal is. Hi, this is Lou Carr, branch manager at Summit Funding Incorporated in Sparks, Nevada. My office phone number is 775-626-0775. My cell number is 775-771-4505. Our address is 5931 South Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105 in beautiful Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Our branch NMLS number is 104-2857.
Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199, and my NMLS number is 258750. My email address is lcarr at S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net. That's LCAR at summitfunding.net. I do loans in California and Nevada, and we are an equal housing lender. This is Lou Carr at Summit Funding, Inc. Call or text 775-771-4505. Thank you very much. Talking with our guests from the Center for Business Excellence, Tom Teramina and Brad Haddock. So, Tom, if anybody wants to reach you. Our website, cbenv.com. CBE is a not-for-profit, and us gray hairs, Brad doesn't have quite as much gray hair as he needs yet, but the rest of us, we're all locals. We're all all people who have done our thing and, and been very successful, and we want to endow that. Uh, to the local community. So cbenv.com has all of our contact information. All right. Same for you, Brad, cbenv.com? Yep, yep. Tom said it all. That's how you get to us. All right, awesome. We're going to talk with our other guests in the studio as well and put it all together after this break from our sponsors. So please stay tuned. This is Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. Peter Padilla is a longtime friend. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I'm talking with real estate experts in the studio every week so that we can all make better decisions by getting better information. I mean, how many times have you wanted to pull the trigger on a big deal, but you couldn't figure out where to get the money, how to fix your credit, what kind of home to shop for, how to close a deal. It's complicated nowadays. It's not like buying an, an item at the retail store where you can just go from one to another to check prices. No, no. It's an opportunity for you to visit with experts, and that's what we have in the studio today. Five experts I have in the studio, Tom Teramina and Bradley Haddock. They're both from Center for Business Excellence. Also with us in the studio, Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager at Summit Funding, Dave Washburn is here with us, too. He's a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. And Susie Haddock is with us, and she is with Intero Real Estate Services here in northern Nevada. Susie, tell us a little bit about Intero Real Estate. Why did you pick that company to work with? 
Well, I got my real estate license about 16, almost 17 years ago. And after 12 years of doing mortgages, I don't want your job anymore, guys. Oh, you were a lender. Um, <laughs> um, I made the big leap of faith and became a realtor. Uh -huh. um, started with Intero partially because I worked with them as a lender. So I f have a one-on-one, -on -one hands-on experience yeah, with them. them. Um, Intero got funded, um, started about... 15, 14, 15 years ago. A bunch of folks from other competitive companies, uh, Coldwell Banker, I don't want to mention their name, decided that they don't want an overblowing large company. Uh -huh. They want a more boutique, yeah. more hands-on experience. Intero mm -hmm. is an Italian word, which means all encumbersome. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to put the, the personal care, the integrity, the knowledge, the total of full service into this experience of real estate for anybody. Um, I fell in love with the company, interviewed six of them. Of course, I ended up in mm -hmm. Intero. Very nice. That's being said, moved here from the Bay Area, hunted them down before they even built their mm -hmm. building. Yeah. <laughs> was stamping in the door for opening and very happy to be with them. They represent so much what I am. Beautiful offices too in yeah, the South is. Meadows area. Yeah. I know that a lot of your clientele is probably coming from the Arrow Creek area, South mm -hmm. Meadows area, Incline, Montreux, Lake mm -hmm. Tahoe. I mean, it's all, it's a great market for you to work on. In visiting the website, I see that you're dealing with more upscale homes in many cases. We have in Intero Prestigio, our high end, a million dollar and above properties, and we do have a lot of. Um, higher position people moving into the area anticipating Tesla, larger corporation, sure. taking a foothold here. Yeah, that's too. But yeah. I, I don't leave out the little people either. Well, absolutely you know? not. Like me, I got I to live someplace. <laughs> yeah. If somebody wants to reach you at Intero, what is the best way? Probably my cell phone, 775-544-0525. Right. All right, we're going to put that on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way, if anybody's looking for a great deal and wants to talk to a real estate pro, they'll be able to find you easily. Thank you. So we have more to talk about here. Dave Washburn is with us. He's a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Lou Carr is with us. He's the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. And Lou, you're a loan officer yourself. You're dealing with clients every single day. We still hear a lot of people who are hearing that it is extremely difficult to qualify to purchase a home. And I, I think that the image out in the marketplace is that it's much more difficult. Mm -hmm. It is very paperwork intensive, and we dissect every component of your financial situation. But really, uh, loans are, are easier to qualify for now than they you know, were two years, four years, six years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the biggest problem that people have is just they've, they've got this in the, you know, they speak to their neighbors or, you know, a co-worker and somebody tells them, you know, it's just, you just can't get a loan nowadays. It just, it just doesn't happen. So I think that's the biggest misinformation that's out there. Well, I remember during the, the peak of the recent mortgage run-up back in 2005, six people were buying homes. They had no plans in living in them. They knew that six months later they're, value would go up enough to where they could flip them, sell them, maybe do it again. They weren't really thinking it through, I don't think, when they were looking to buy a home. They just thought about the entrance and the exit and everything else was minutia. It's kind of turned around now. I mean, that's the most important part that people are looking at. I would imagine that people are buying homes for different reasons, too. 
they're not looking to just flip them, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about this in the past. You know, millennials, uh, they have a reputation for not being uh, rooted in an area. But really, that's probably the, bar, the bulk of our marketplace right now is, is the millennials, mm-hmm. are the millennials, excuse me. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, so, so, I mean, the homes we're are slow, out there. We're coming around, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, in answer to your question, I, maybe I'm, I'm not sure exactly what you were asking, but before people were buying and flipping homes and, and you know, when you hear – you know, the guy from 7-Eleven is buying and flipping homes and the guy from, you know, and everybody's doing it. That's kind of a red flag. Mm-hmm. We're, now we have this environment where there still are a lot of skeptical people who are not going to get into the marketplace. Mm-hmm. But right now we have a lot of those folks that went through a short sale or a bankruptcy or a foreclosure. Those people are all now coming back into the marketplace mm-hmm. and they're actually buying homes now for less than what they paid for them prior to their, you know, prior yeah. to the event. That's so their own way of recovering, right, from the meltdown. Exactly. Take advantage of it exactly. there's still some opportunity there. And I've always professed that if you're buying a home to live there, if you're comfortable with the payment, you're going to pay rent or you're going to pay for a mortgage. Mm-hmm. If you're buying the home and you're comfortable with the payment, what really does the value matter to you in the grand scheme of things? Mm-hmm. It's just a number, yeah. you know. So if you walk away from a home and you still have to go rent something else. So, yeah. you know, if you hold the loan or, or live in the home for 30 years and make all the payments, mm-hmm. it's, it's free and clear. You've got a place to live and you're just paying the taxes and insurance. So what is it you're trying to accomplish by buying a home? I still say it's business because once you buy a home, you have all these business issues. You have licensing, insurance, you have upkeep and maintenance, and you've got to have an extra strategy whenever you're thinking about selling that home, it is really a business proposition to get into the real estate business, uh, even as a primary residence. Absolutely. And sometimes those people turn into investors themselves. They move out of that house, they rent it out, and they, you know, suddenly they're a landlord. And, and right. I, I think that's going to happen a lot more, especially even with the, the younger generation, the millennials. Uh, Dave Washburn from Scotia Capital, what are you seeing when you talk to people that are looking to use your funds to pull the trigger on a home, do you think do you get the feel that they're going to own that home for a while, or are they looking at it strictly for, uh, you know, cash turnover purposes? Well, we do not do owner-occupied homes, mm-hmm. so I don't have uh, conversations with folks who are looking at it uh, as a home they're going to purchase and raise a family, or you know, they're trading mm-hmm. up because they're going to start a family, things mm-hmm. like that. So the folks I'm dealing with are looking at it as a business proposition. And for the most part, what we're seeing is it's some sort of a value-added play right now. Uh, That could mean they're buying a three-acre lot and they're subdividing. It could be taking a small two-bedroom, one-bath house in a uh, high price per square foot neighborhood and adding on to that with a master bed and bath. So now they're turning around and selling a three-bed, two-bath, things like that. And so for the most part, you're looking at... Uh, either short term, which we consider 12 months or less, mm-hmm. uh, to get in and, and move on that property and add that value. Or it could be something two to five years where they are repairing their credit or mm-hmm. they've moved to self-employed, so they're going to need a couple years of W-2s, things like that to then move to the long-term financing. Yep, yep. And uh, the, the the key is to plan for the future and you know just understand why you're buying real estate. Time goes by so fast. I mean, it seems like we were just in the peak of the mortgage 
uh, growth, and now we're already on the recovery side. The meltdown is all, it's like hi ancient history in many ways. It is, but it's still in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And so I think people are a lot more uh, cautious when it comes to payments. Mm -hmm. um, people are aware that the market's improving. People are aware that there's an inventory issue. But you still hear them saying, oh, I don't want something that's adjustable if that mm -hmm. product's out there. You still hear them hesitant about those kinds of things. Yeah. So uh, we, do, we do still see you know, the residual effect uh, reverberating through, through the mortgage market. When there's a challenge getting money to close a deal, Dave Washburn, I think about you, and I talk to a lot of the prospects that we talk to that need cash about you, your company, and the way that you operate. Why don't you let our listeners know the best way to reach you in case they have questions about getting a hard money loan. This is David Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments with Socotra Capital Nevada. My Nevada agent's license is number 51269. My NMLS license number is 331429. Socotra Capital Nevada's MLD number is 4075. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. Our office telephone number is 775-420-4990. My email address is dave, D-A-V-E, at socotracapital.com. Socotra Capital does hard money loans in California and Nevada. Socotra Capital's company NMLS ID is 1142425. Socotra Capital Nevada, Inc. We are Nevada's hard money lender. Lucar is our institutional money lender. Lou, you loan money from a bank. We have a couple of rocket scientists in the studio with us today. Who would have thought that real estate and mortgage needed that level of thinking, right? Actually, I think we need more of it. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been uh, rudderless ships in our business in the past. Yeah. So, yeah, direction, leadership is excellent. Summit Funding as a business has, has been paying a lot of attention to our entire company being aligned with a purpose and a mission. And both Tom and Brad have, have you know, brought that out as something that Northern Nevada needs to incorporate as a community mm -hmm. in in taking on. I mean, some of the numbers that you guys were were suggesting earlier, as far as as employment numbers and, and requirements over the next you know four or five years, these are some pretty astounding numbers. And and I agree with them both. This is going to be a community effort. We need people, and we need educated people to fill a lot of jobs. Our purpose is very simple from our perspective with working with NASA and all the companies that I've worked with. We see that the community is an integrated community. This community can't live without any of the services, without any of the industries that are already here. We have wonderful organizations, UNR, TMCC, WNC, EDON. Uh, they're all working very diligently to bring the community together. Problem is, is our community is segmented. We've got gaming, mining, and logistics. And those are three very specific industries. They have their own personalities, and they do things their way. The trouble is, the companies that are coming in, Tesla, Panasonic, Switch, it's just the beginning. Edon has done this amazing research that says 51,000 new jobs by 2019. And everybody kind of glazes over and says, oh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Except for our group who have lived this in other communities, 
I moved here from Houston. I when I moved there, there was half a million people, and I left, there was four million people. Wow! And we went through this exact same, this exact same event, and it, it was Houston was space and oil, and we had very enlightened leaders that said, "Holy cow, we got to do something else besides space and oil, if we're going to survive." Especially when the oil industry went in the in the toilet. So what Brad and I are do, doing is we're meeting with business leaders. We're meeting with community leaders and saying, okay, we have a great talent pool, incredibly great people in our community, but they haven't looked at this from 230,000 miles away. They haven't looked at what have the best-in-class communities done when faced with a challenge like the Tesla effect. And the Tesla effect, I, I think I coined that phrase because we've been in dialogue with Tesla for six months now, and they're equally concerned Mm-hmm. that governors said we're going to provide you with a trained workforce and everybody is scrambling to try and figure out how to do that. This is going to the moon. It's not digging a mine. With all due respect to the mining industry, this is a whole new project. When Brad was working at the space station, he was a project manager. It was a project. The thing was how far in space? 235 miles. Two, uh, yeah. 235 miles away. You know, he was, they were manipulating it through the people and through the computers. My vision and Brad's, all the people in our group are local. They're all seasoned business executives, very successful executives. And we've come together and said, we want to share with the community what we know how to do and bring everybody together to win. There can't be any losers in this, in this right. community. After Apollo 13, I got a lot of questions from friends and associates. Wow, it must have been really exciting that first night when... When you heard, Houston, we have a problem for the first time, I said, well, yeah, it was. I think I chewed the stem off my pipe that night. <laughs> but at the same time, we just we were tra- did what we were trained to do. Right. And until the Ron Howard movie came out, none of us really looked at it. And that really got me going. Uh, I've written yeah. 12 books now on, on how we did wow. that. Yeah. And, and so I think I've captured the essence of how serendipitously... I heard John F. Kennedy from, from New York City telling me we're going to, to the moon, and so did hundreds of thousands of other people, and we all worked side by side, two-man machine shops. Yeah. I, I woke up the president of Data General at 2 o'clock in the morning and said, y- your computer guys aren't supporting us. That's what we need in this community yeah. is yeah. everybody pulling in the same direction. We'll have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Jamie Cook from MC Squared Well Solutions. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he is a phenomenal host, knows his stuff, and I enjoy listening all the time. Peter Padilla is a great host on Real Estate Radio. Very nice day. My name is Peter Padilla, and I am your host, talking with real estate investors all across the state of Nevada and beyond. If you'd like to listen to any of our previous shows 
Or if you'd like to download this show after you listen to it so that you can share it with friends and family, visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. When a lot of people are buying their first home, they don't think about this, but the fact is you're kind of going into business, even if you're buying a primary residence. You have expenses, you have maintenance, you have issues that you have to take care of, like taxes and so forth, homeowners association dues maybe. It is like a business. You've got to manage it. Now, when you buy investment property, even more so. You've got expenses. You've got to talk to your accountant, your CPA. Uh, you know, what kind of money do you put into the home? How much do you charge for rent? What you really need to do is talk to a business advisor, somebody that I know, respect, and trust, is Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry is known as the Wealth Protection Diva because she has been working with her clients for over 22 years, helping them in the structuring of corporations, limited liability companies, partnerships, trusts, and especially helping real estate investors. If you want to get a hold of Sherry and find out what she can do for you, ask for a free half-hour consultation. Tell her that you heard about it on Nevada Real Estate Radio. You can visit Sherry and get all of her contact information by visiting sageintl.com. That's Sherry Hill at Sage International. Call 1-800-254-5779. I am having a good time talking with my in-studio guests about real estate, real estate for investors, all sorts of things. Amazing what we're talking about. With me in the studio, Lou Carr, Lou's the branch manager of Summit Funding. Dave Washburn is with us. He's with Socotra Capital, hard money lending. Also in the studio, Susie Haddock. She's a realtor at Intero Real Estate Services. Tom Termina is with us too. He's with the Center for Business Excellence. And Brad Haddock, Center for Business Excellence. Brad, I heard you chatting while we were in the break with Lou Carr. I just knew there was going to be a lot of great information. It was going to be a great call, and, mm-hmm. and it's turning out to be that way, at least for me. And I think people that are interested in real estate and interested in the community, I, I think for them as well. You know, you may have uh, was suggested uh, uh, company uh, XYZ employs a, a skilled laborer at $30 an hour, and they've been at, at that company for maybe five or ten years, and, and part of the the rollout here and some of these companies are going to be looking to offering perhaps training and higher wages. There are about uh, 30 plus organizations in this area where their sole purpose in life is to find people and place people and, and, and help get the right person to the right job at the right time. Well, this guy that's running a lathe over in uh, 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 in Hank's machine shop over here is going to look at that ad and he's going to say, "Well, gee, I'm going to go over to Panasonic and make you know get trained and make fifty dollars an hour instead of forty dollars an hour." And then all of a sudden, these 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 little you know these little technical uh, uh, machine shops and places like that uh, around the Reno area are going to look at this and say, "Well, we're losing people here. You know, uh, if we could have seen that coming." If we could have seen some statistical uh, workup of what was going to happen here, we could have avoided all of this. Maybe we need to start thinking of ourselves a little differently instead of the biggest little city. You know, we're maybe like the mm-hmm. fastest growing city or you yeah. know, there's a lot of things. But the bottom line, Peter, this is a real estate show. And investment real estate in northern Nevada, I think, is, is really, really very good right now. 
Great thing to be looking at, Lou. And I'm going to put your information on our website, too. Thank people you. can find you easily. And then hopefully you'll be helping people get into their next investment home, second home. Thank you for being with us today. You're very welcome. Thank you. Dave Washburn has been with us as well. Dave is a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Any final thoughts for our listeners today, Dave? People need to keep track of how these uh, changes in the job market and in technology affect real estate. And it can be both positive, as Mm -hmm. we've seen in the Bay Area in California, or negative, as we've seen in Detroit. (laughs) So it'll be very interesting to see how that has a a greater effect on uh, northern Nevada. And I'm excited to, to see that and to see how we adapt to it. Absolutely. And we appreciate your input and your wisdom when it comes to getting cash, getting money to close deals quickly. I know you can help us at Socotra Capital. Dave, and we'll hopefully be seeing you again here in our studio soon. I look forward to it. And I'd like to thank our special guest for coming in today, Susie Haddock from Intero Real Estate Services. I hope it was a good experience for you too. Very cool. You gentlemen are very kind and it's nice to see that the business world here is trying to become one collected group and making some things happening for the Lilia's Big City. Yeah, Reno. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I want to come visit with you and tour your offices at Intero Real Estate Services here in Reno, Nevada. You guys are doing some wonderful things there, and I'm sure you'll be closing many transactions for home buyers soon. Thank you. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Tell your friends, your family, your loved ones. We'll be on next week, same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.